0: I thought, I was like, all right, maybe a couple of flurries here and there. Nothing stick this yeah. and that. I didn't realize I would still be brushing my car off right now. And, dude, that was a pain in the ass. Like, I honestly, in my parking lot of my building today, I said to myself out loud, why do I live here? Not meaning Canton. Why do I live in Ohio? I have lived in, like, ten places where it doesn't do this. I have lived in multiple places where it doesn't do this at all, ever during the year. At all. And yet I keep coming back here, dude. And in the summer and spring, even fall, I love Ohio. Can't, I, dude, there, honestly, there are very few places I'd rather be. But in the winter, dude, and with snow and the cold and the wind, it's just like, dude, it. I honestly, it is. I'm so pissed. I just can't even, t- dude. I hate it.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's significant snow on your car right now. I mean, like, don't don't think that, like, ah, you know, I'll just turn on the wipers and it'll be fine. Like, no, you're gonna have to brush off not just like your windshield, but your entire car. Um, the drive kind of sucks. It's like I, I'm not one to be like, oh, pfft, dude, this weather's terrible out here. But like, it was definitely. I mean, just the ama- just uh, there was just. So much slush on 77. Like it wasn't icy, but it was just like, you know, everything spraying up at you. Dude, it's, it's bad out there. So
0: I was getting off shoeful the way I always do to come here to the building. And I stopped. And if you know that exit, if you're, I'm coming from, you know, uh, downtown. So if you know that exit, it, you're going kind of like uphill getting off that exit. Yeah. And I hit the brakes in the middle. I was the only person getting off at the exit at this time. I hit the brakes in the middle of that exit and slid. All the way in the slid all the way past the stop sign like dude it's like full-blown december snow out
1: there good thing it's uh good thing it's four o'clock in the morning when you're coming in you know yeah. what i'm saying that's a good thing yeah
0: no had a semi been coming yeah it, it might have been, um, been the
1: enemy. <laughs> it. that would have been terrible for it your might, boy there it
0: might have been the perfect thing to have happen well dude honestly <laughs> like no seriously like dude this stuff it depresses me on a whole nother level like i Hey, I woke up, and it was freezing cold. I saw the snow, and, it, dude, it just put me in a bad mood.
1: Now, some people do make this decision in life where it's like, yo, I'm done dealing with this. Like, I'm just done with it. At what point do you feel like it's is it, 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 is is going to be too much for you? The, when you get older, you feel no, like? No, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. Um, so we work in a very unstable business. Broadcasting right. is not a very stable business. Right. The next time I am relieved of my duties from this company, I am moving again, and I will never move back. And you're being done with it, and I'm done.
1: You're done. Uh, Yeah, I am done. I I can't necessarily blame you. I mean, like at the end of the day, I know you feel very rooted here, but you could go somewhere else. But none
0: of I I do feel rooted here, but none of my roots are here.
1: Right. That's exactly what I mean. Is like all gone. If if there's no real reason for you to be here, where it's like I at some point feel like. Living in Northeast Ohio is going to benefit me as my family's here. And it's right. like, well, as I start a family, it's going to be like, well, how much easier is your life going to be when you have your mom and her mom right there to help you? Where it's like, if you just want to go, you know, if you just want to go to North Carolina, nothing's stopping you.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I, I and, and I think that's what's going to happen. Like I, I just I can't take it. I mean it makes me so mad.
1: And and best case scenario is like, you know, radio jobs last 10 years, and that's kind of an anomaly right there. That's so like really long. Yeah, I was gonna say the average one's three. You might wanna you might wanna take a look at, I don't know, like 957 the island or something and get yourself a job.
0: One of my best friends in the industry is wildly talented. Wildly, really good radio guy. I mean, really good. And he lasts about two to three years at every job he's ever been. He's worked at the biggest radio stations this country has. And he lasts about two to three years. It's just the way of the industry. It's just the way it is. People get sick of you or you say something and people get upset. And then now you got to shuffle around. And back in the day, it used to be like, all right, it was honestly like radio was almost like the Catholic Church. Like you would do something wrong. Everybody would get upset. And then the company would be like, all right, well, we'll just put you here and nobody will know. We would just move people around and nobody would know. But now if, if you screw your career up, it's like screwed up because of the Internet. But I I think the next time around, yeah, man, like I'm gone. Like, because I just woke up this morning and I was like, why? Like, this outside of my job, which I love, and obviously my entire career has been based around Ohio. And so I love that. And, I, dude, this is my home, and I will always love it as such. But there is just something about, like, dude, enough is enough with this goddamn weather. Like, dude, I need the sun. I need warm. I need to feel positive, And you just cannot get it here. Although you can because I'm going to give you $1,000 so you can go on vacation right now. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. I guess uh, yesterday out in Berea they took uh, the entire staff put him out on the practice field and had him spell out 73 by standing in, in line like that. And Joe Thomas was in the middle there. And it's just like, dude, I get it. He's great. But how bad does your franchise have to be where you celebrate your left tackle this hard? I'll prove it to you. You know, dude, chances are a great quarterback had a great left tackle. But you've never heard of the left tackle. Because the quarterback was good Like it's an unsung position When your team is good Like looking at that yesterday It's cool for him and I get why we did it But I'm saying why we did it Is because we're pathetically bad
1: yeah, I mean, there's no denying it. It, it. Don't get me wrong, Joe Thomas, a you know, Hall of Fame-bound player, no question about it, um, but the lone bright spot, and when your lone bright spot is a left tackle, I don't care how good that left tackle is. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, I don't want to say the dude's career doesn't matter, but like... On some level, from an NFL fan perspective, not just like, hey, I'm a Browns fan. He was the greatest Browns oh, player of my time. Oh, you ask a fan in
0: Chicago, they don't care. Uh,
1: right. They I mean, like, care. yeah, sure, the guy was good, you know, even great they can say, but big picture, I mean. It, 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 Does the
0: average fan watching a football game know why he was great? No. No. Because they, they heard he was. Right. Like, it's never, you've never seen the play on TV and thought to yourself, man, Joe Thomas, bang up. Now, maybe we have as Browns fans, because again, we're looking for it. But the average person watching a game, like I said, dude, most left tackles are unsung. And it's probably because they're because their quarterbacks, per, you know, pretty good. Or your left tackle is famous because he's so bad, he just leaks like a sieve and everybody gets to your quarterback. Those are the only scenarios at which you're known. And it just when I saw it, I was just like, man, it just it just drove home how important this offseason and this draft is because 20 years of pathetic football led to that. Led to that. Now, Joe's great. I'm not knocking Joe Thomas. He's great. But.
1: Feels almost appropriate, though, as the Browns really do... Have the opportunity for a a turn the corner moment, a tipping point moment here, where it's like they can get considerably better, they can improve what has been a long standing joke. It almost feels appropriate that like Joe Thomas, the lone the lone bright spot of that joke, retires as that as that turn of the corner happens.
0: I think he's leaving too early. That's just my take. If it were me, I'd want a couple of wins underneath my belt before I walked out. Like that to me, it seems crazy. But if you can't tie his shoes, you can't tie your shoes. So there's another article here from Maxim that claims they know what women want in bed, which, dude, no, they don't. (laughs) No, they don't, dude. No, they don't. And if if you have to read what those things are from Maxim magazine, you're never going to know what they really are. But let's look through them anyway, shall we? Of course, like they always do. Here it is. Like I'm always telling you, it's such a massive, important part of your relationship. Go down on her. Sure enough, front and center in the middle of this list. Right? Look in her look her in the eye is another one. Sex is the way. They say way sexier when it's intimate. And kissing and eye contact during sex is hot. It makes everything feel so much more passionate, they say. Now, this one I would kind of agree with. I feel like there is a difference between getting drunk and having sex with somebody... Or like full on connecting with another person.
1: I think you got to have a little bit of both in your relationship. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, if you if you feel like if you if you never feel that intimacy, if you never feel that love, then like there's certainly something that's not adding up in your long term. The amount of people there.
0: listening to us right now that are in relationships that feel alone every night would blow you away. I bet it's most I bet. I bet it's 60 percent of people in relationships feel like they're
1: alone. If, I mean, try to look into her eyes next time you have sex, hopefully that'll, that'll start to combat it.
0: Everybody I know, not, I shouldn't say that because people know the people I know, but a lot of the people I know talk to me all the time and feel like, dude, I've been in this relationship five years and I feel like I'm single. Like, dude, there's, I have never heard anything more sad in the world than that. First of all, there's 7 billion people on the planet. What are you doing? Man up, woman up, and get out and go find the person that that makes you feel a little bit better. I have no sympathy for this. Well, I'm kind of stuck, and you don't know how hard it is, and it's very difficult to get out of here. It's just, dude, I have no sympathy for that. Pack up your things, go, be an adult, and move your situation forward. They say when it comes to foreplay, think outside of the box. They say foreplay is always over way too fast for women. They say tease them, talk dirty to them, and use your fingers with them.
1: It's a little graphic, jeez, jeez. Well, i solid advice there, I would say.
0: I mean, it's all, but this is my problem with these articles is, who doesn't know that? How basic is this?
1: I, I mean, I, I know what you're saying, but like there are people out there who don't have that level. They, they don't. Well, then like, I don't so-
0: want them having sex with other people, because then there's the chance of more people like them coming up on the planet. And like I just said two minutes ago, we already have 7 billion of you. How many more do we need? They say, make sure you take care of her needs. And again, dude, yes, of course. They say, when men finish, that's the end of it. They focus on them, and then they need to control that urge. But they say, make sure that you provide an orgasm for her, no matter how it should happen, whether obviously it's not going to be through penetration if you have finished here. But then just make sure it happens before you roll over and pass out. And they're not going to then feel unsatisfied about the penetration portion of your sexual activity.
1: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you guys are both there to have an orgasm. I think that's everyone's, like, or it should be your, like, group goals. Like, let's make this happen. So, if, 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 if you're not going to... And I understand the, the moment after an orgasm where you're like, dude, I don't want to do anything right now, but, like, you signed up for this finish finished the job.
0: I, what I would tell you is, is that if, if you were going to have her reach orgasm, but it's not going to be during penetration, you know, during penetration then you should have probably have taken care of her first like that part should have been happening Prior and then let's work on you.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially if this is a reoccurring like theme within your love life. You know that's the way it's going down. Let's
0: start with her, then move into you.
1: Now, if it's just one of those nights that way you go to bed, right? If it's one of those nights where it's like, son of a bitch, man, I guess I was done before I thought I was going to be. Like then I understand. But yeah, you've got to do a little extra work. But you're 100 percent right there.
0: Undress her slowly. They say make things sexier. Ripping her clothes off is hot sometimes, but what they really want is to be unwrapped like a present, slowly and deliberately. I was once I I once heard a, a, a quote in a movie it's called 100 girls and it was actually i don't know it's like kind of one of those like raunchy like college comedies but a woman says to the guy like the two main characters she says a man in love a man looks at the woman he loves like a birthday present he's waited forever to unwrap and she was kind of right that quote's right there's a difference in how you look at somebody that you're really in tuned with versus man that chick's kind of hot and I kind of want to have sex with her right and so like there is something to the appreciation of of your gaze can be felt,
1: yeah, and I, I I think this goes back to what I was saying about like you just have to have that balance where they 're right, sometimes it is hot where it 's like you just tear into it, other times you have to you know you, you got to take your time, you got to dissect it
0: here's the one guys are going to have a lot of hard time with, I think, because i, I, I don 't think this is always your fault um, spend they say take your sweet time, spend more time teasing before sex, kiss and touch me all over, but again, what they mean here, take your time is, is don't premature ejaculate which. Ladies, there's not a guy alive that decided that's the way he wants that to be. No. Right? There's not a guy alive that said, this is the penis I chose. There's not a guy alive. It's random. And so, like, this constant, like, making fun of dudes and making them feel less than over something that they cannot control. Like, you, dude, like, when you fat shame somebody, people say, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do it. Meanwhile, dude, you can control that fat ass, but there is no control over this, and yet you're totally allowed to shame dudes over
1: it. Do you think that you could, uh, some guys just don't care necessarily? It's like, whatever, I got mine, therefore I don't care about.
0: Oh, there's going to be plenty of that, because some guys are just dicks.
1: So, right, so if if, if you're one of those people who are dealing with that situation, I mean, at least, you know. Well, again,
0: pack up a box, be a grown-up. Realize that there are 7 billion people in the world. Don't self-victimize and feel sorry for yourself. You have no idea how hard it is out there. Be a grown-up and do what's hard and go get the life that you wish you had. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on.
2: The Stansberry Show. Rock 10699
0: back to the singers show rock 1069 when you were way into a thousand dollars 710 this morning I do want to apologize I uh, I have obviously started out this morning a little crabby uh, a, a, a very dedicated listener of ours young woman named Emmy listens every morning and she always writes in she's enjoyed the show for a long, long time she's like geez tough love this morning huh she's like geez, she's like 6:20 in the morning she's like we don't even get a break she's like we wake up and already you're yelling at us telling us how we gotta fix our lives. Yeah, all right. Sorry about that one.
1: Sorry, all right. Snow will do that to you. All
0: right. Can I be honest about where that came from? Sure. I feel dumb. Okay. And so I'm lashing out. Okay. And I'm going to have a hard time explaining this. Well, what do
1: you mean? Feel dumb.
0: You ever go to bed kind of late and then you wake up kind of early? You're like, am I smart? Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> like, you, you know. Okay. You'll be reading stuff on, like, on the computer like, Does that word mean? Like I was saying to you, and we're getting ready to talk about Austin right now, right? right? And I said to to Fantone, I said, all we know right now is that it's a 24-year-old male, right? And I said they didn't release this identification, and, and of course that word would be identity, right? But that's where I am today. I'm in the no, it's identification's the right word, not identity.
1: Stuck on stupid.
0: I am stuck on stupid. Today. Okay, all and right. So, dude, when you do this for a living, yeah, that is a yeah. that is a scary place to to navigate from. And so there's a little bit of me that was like preemptively like, dude, it's going to hell in a handbasket today. (laughs) I know it. Put the goddamn foot on the pedal. Let's crash into this goddamn wall, man. Like there was a little bit of that that, that was going on there, so I apologize. Uh, Maxim can tell you how to get laid. <laughs> I was,
1: I was gonna say. I, I mean, like, Max, oh my God, more floor play, these idiots. Ma, Maxim can can inform you how to get laid. I uh I think we've all been there before, but you're right. This job in particular, all feel takes foggy, man. all it takes is that little shake of confidence, and all of a sudden you're like, I don't know. But dude, go on Facebook or something and go 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 read what other people think. Go You're 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 smarter than the average bear, dude. I'm telling you that right now.
0: Don't wait to tell people how you feel. <laughs> Tell him
1: to go to hell right now! Exactly, bro. Exactly. These colors never run. Exactly. You're right. fine. You're
0: good. Uh, no easy way to transition in into Austin.
1: No. But there were, what, six separate bombing? I think five that were actually... Attributed to it, the one at the goodwill yesterday. There was an explosion. They said it was not involved. So I think it was five separate incidents. Yes, I think there was okay. five that, that were separate bombings that had happened. But the one at Good at Goodwill was was unrelated.
0: So early this morning, authorities tracked the suspect. Now what we know is he's a 24 year old white man. And I'll be honest with you, I, I like to do this every time one of these stories came out. I told Fantone during the break, I knew this was a white dude all along. Like, there was something about it. I know what some people were thinking. Well, you know, bombing and the explosions, that's kind of Islamic terrorism. Can right. You know, that can kind of creep in. But I had been told, at least yesterday, by a guy that I kind of trust in the media, that that, that black families had been targeted and right. some some minority families had been targeted. And I was like, okay, well, that's that that's probably a white dude.
1: Plot twist. Maybe a white dude with ties to some sort of, you know, Islamic terrorism. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a possibility there. I, the reason why I... Or some homegrown. The, the, the reason I thought, I, I thought that... It, it, it was not necessarily racially motivated. Um, I think the first three bombings were all minority families, but the tripwire thing was just random ass people. Ah. So I think that was just kind of like, well, if if you were really like, yo, this is co- I'm coming at black people, I think it was throwing people off that trail. Okay, but but, right, I, but hey, again, sure.
0: that's speculation. Yep. There's there's nothing to back that up other than that's just how I feel inside about it. So they tracked his vehicle. Uh, until it pulled over on Interstate 35. I'm I'm getting this from NBCnews.com, by the way. Okay. Interstate 35, and the suspect detonated the bomb inside the vehicle, knocking over one of the SWAT officers, and uh, they fired on the vehicle as well. The police, FBI, and uh, obviously alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, ATF there, and explosives have been deployed to the section of the interstate where the incident had happened. Um, The Austin Police Department described it as an officer-involved shooting on a section of a highway in Round Rock, a city in the Austin metropolitan area. Uh, The police investigation means the southbound lane of the highway would be closed for a few hours while northbound lanes would remain open which is still going to be slow going because everybody's going to step on their brakes, look over yeah, and of see what the hell's happening over there, right? And obviously, I would imagine that the people in Austin, you see that much you know, police activity in a section of the road, you know that that's yeah, what that is. That's not, that's not like somebody got into a you know a fender bender. Austin has been on the edge, obviously, as uh, some packages of some bombs detonated across the city over the past few weeks. It's such a weird thing. Um, you know, we hear so much about guns in this country that you forget that there are other things like this that, that, can, that can negatively affect your life. Like, we're just, we're, gun is very much the American enemy. It is very much like th- that's the nuisance. It'd be because
1: I think really that's what it boils down to, it, number one, yes, it's what's mo- used most often and so much more accessible. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I, I as a, a, a lay person can go get a gun, go buy a gun, whether it's by legal or illegal measures or, or whatever. I don't necessarily know how to put a bomb together. You know what I mean? So this person, Google it. this person, yes, there's, there's going <laughs> to yeah. be, there's gonna be sure. Google there for you. But still, like this person, I think, had to have at least some level of Knowledge here, where you just couldn't do it. You had to. You had to. A lot of planning went into this.
0: I mean, he definitely planned it, but I don't think it's crazy to assume that that person could have had the the bomb knowledge you have, which is none. Spend some time on the internet and gain the knowledge needed to do it.
1: The only thing that I feel like kind of flies in, in the face of that is once again the. Different types of bombs to set up a tripwire bomb to set up like a, a you know a package bomb. Well, that's all, these, good, yeah. all those different things. It, to me, it just kind of felt like this guy has to know more than just like, all right, here I'm going to watch Fight Club and figure out how to build a bomb. That could
0: be true. Yeah, I mean, when because normally people who do these these types of crimes, from what we've understood, or at least if, if maybe I'm you know taking too much credit from like movies and stuff like that, but like. There's normally an M.O., right? Like, you do this. This is the type of bomb you use. This is where you put it. Where this seems to be a little bit different. Like, he did not discriminate in which type of explosive he would use there. And like you said, tripwire, there were different, you know, sending things off there. So, yeah, you, you could be right there. This could have been somebody with some special training. The FBI had sent... 350 special agents to the Texas Capitol, as well as extra bomb squads as well. And they say here, obviously, before catching him, that they knew that they were dealing with a serial bomber. Um, This is a little off base on this story, but it's local, and I wish I had more news on it, but I looked right before we came back on the air and I couldn't find a ton of it. Have you been hearing? Somebody told me this the other day while I was playing golf. Um, I was uh, playing at Spring Valley down there in East Sparta. And my buddy Dustin was telling me, dude, that they're dealing. I guess there's, dude, there's been a rash of some arson fires down there. Have like, you, I see, like I'm saying, like I googled it right before he came out. and He was like, dude, yeah, it's like there's like multiple. And I said to him, I'm like, dude, that's bad. Like, you got to get your arms around that. Like, dude, an arson, getting confidence underneath himself or herself is bad. Like, dude, fire can destroy things in a in, in a in a hurry. Like, so I, I I keep looking for some more information on it. I haven't been able to find it, but. Um, if you live down in that area and you know anything, let me know because I've been very interested on that because I hope they end up catching that person. But again, if you're just waking up, just tuning us in, uh, tuning us in, sorry, stuck on stupid again. I already <laughs> told you this was going to happen a lot today. Um, a, there's a lot more snow in your car than you think there's going to be. Give yourself a couple of minutes to get that brushed off. And uh, it looks like the FBI, not looks like it has happened. Law enforcement in the in Texas have uh well they didn't catch him the uh the, the guy behind the serial bombings blew himself up in the car that's the latest we have on that 24 year old male identity not identification not uh not as of yet released on said person ben affleck made the news for all the wrong reasons we'll get into that next on rock 106.9 Toby
2: boys brought popcorn the Stan's Ferry show because i'm about to put on a show rock 106.9
0: Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. About to pass out another $1,000. I can use that. I just, dude, I spent so much. Dude, I paid all my bills yesterday in one day.
1: Right. And bro,
0: that is depressing.
1: I was going to say, it's kind of a good feeling, right?
0: Well, while you're doing it. But then when the money actually leaves the account, you're like, "Ooh, man, it's 10 more days.
1: Nothing worse to me than that false sense of security when you're like, all right, I'm just not going to pay this bill. You know what? And all of a sudden, look, I got an extra $200. Look at me. I got $200 yep. in, my, in my account. And it's like, no, you don't. No, you don't, dude. I actually,
0: um, I because one of the things I had to pay yesterday was my car insurance. And, uh, and it was actually a day late. I had forgotten. And...
1: Gotta be careful with
0: that. Yeah, car insurance. Lucky- you gotta be careful. Luckily, they gave me a, th- a three-day grace period. I was
1: gonna say, dude, I set that up on on the auto pay. I'm gonna, but yeah.
0: I, but I, um, I ended up paying not only the month that was due, but I paid. I only had one more payment before the end of the the uh, the policy, so I made both payments yesterday, and that made me feel like a grown up. I was like, dude, I'm
1: grown up. Stansberry, gonna be a uh, gonna be an auto insurance free agent coming up here I soon, am, huh? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Okay. I'm good to go. All right. So Ben Affleck
0: getting roasted online. And this always. is no longer about being sexually inappropriate with women. Or like a terrible he, Batman. Like, or
1: that Gigi Lee movie. <laughs> like, like this dude just always getting beat up. Yeah,
0: he is always getting beat up. Um, him and his brother are both like, sexual creeps. Um, but this is not about that. And I didn't think he was that bad of
1: a Batman. I mean, that movie wasn't that great, but like I didn't think he was the reason why it sucked. Yeah, I don't think in, in Suicide Squad or the Batman versus Superman movie it wasn't his fault. Like those movies both had shortcomings, but it wasn't him.
0: I watched a little bit of Justice League and then I ended up shutting it off. Um but like again, like he wasn't the problem. It wasn't like, man, Affleck can't nail Batman, so get me out of this. That well it wasn't that at all. But somebody caught some photos of him. And it looks like he's on a beach. He's got a towel to his face. And the, the, whoever's taking the photograph of him is standing behind him. And they got a, a, a snapshot of this tattoo. And you can see it, facebook.com slash Stansbury Show. I have the link put up for you. And it is, is is this a phoenix? Is that what this is? Yeah. It's a, like a phoenix rising out of the ashes. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's a full-blown back piece. Now, here's the thing. I have no tattoos. Fantone's got like, what, four, five, five tattoos? Six, five. Okay. Nobody in, this room's anti-tattoo. Nobody in this room is anti tattoo. Nobody in this room is anti back piece tattoo. Like, when my problem is, is dude, you're Ben Affleck. You have all the money that any person needs. Right. Like, no one person needs any more money than what Ben Affleck has. Right. So, why is this art so bad? I mean, dude, because the art is bad. Like, it looks like the artist doesn't know how to tattoo.
1: Yeah. It's pretty terrible. Looking. I mean, it's bad. I,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: So, can I ask this question? Is it any is there any possibility it's fake for a movie?
1: I think that's what he initially said, but I think there's multiple pictures of it now
0: He did say that once upon a time, I guess is what I'm reading in this, and I thought I was like, okay, well, are we being duped here?
1: I think I think he said this, hey, this was from a movie a while ago and now these pictures of him at the beach are new.
0: It's fake for a movie, Affleck told extras Mario Lopez a few years back, right. I actually do have a number of tattoos, but I try to keep them in places where you don't have to do a lot of cover-ups. Otherwise, they get sort of addictive. He says, you know, tattoos are addictive after a while. And so that was a few years ago, and now he was caught without his shirt on, and there it is. So I will ask, I guess, this question, where if you're going to tell the lie a few years ago... And once again, you're Ben Affleck. You have all the money a human being needs. Why, A, have we not done a cover-up, or B, have we not done a removal?
1: I wonder, just because it's so big, it is his entire back. It's the whole back. I wonder if removing that much tattoo is going to be an issue, like treating that much laser area. But the thing is, you could work on it like a little piece at a time. You know what I'm saying? Because essentially what that laser does is it breaks up the tattoo Cells, so are you know, tattoo ink so much that all of a sudden it can, it can be absorbed into your body it just, like, and like moved it, right? away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Essentially, it's like washing that, it out. That's what's happening. So I guess you couldn't just, you probably couldn't just sit there with a laser and do his entire back all at once, but you're right. If this was a couple years ago. Multiple sittings? Right. I mean, a couple pieces at a time.
0: They uh, probably didn't do this tattoo in one sitting. Most no, times due to tattoo that big, you do six, seven, dude, my buddy Rodney's a tattoo artist to do, 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 do a back piece. It's like six, seven sittings.
1: Which, it goes back to like, I mean I <laughs> Somewhere along the line, Ben Affleck, you had to look at this thing and be like, "Dude, this is not coming out the way I wanted to. Let's get somebody else on the case here." You know what I mean? Like,
0: that's my biggest problem. It's not the fact that he got a phoenix rising out of the ashes. Whatever tattoos for most people, for a yeah. lo- well, I should say, for a lot of people, are, are extremely personal. So, like, I don't know what the reason behind it is. It's just a bad looking phoenix.
1: Yeah, I, I, to me, now don't get me wrong. I, I 100% accept and re- you know respect the fact that like, yeah, tattoos do mean something to a lot of people. But I think a lot of people just get stupid stuff too, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, you do what you want with your body um well yeah that does happen you sure. know yeah, i mean there, yeah. there's, there's no there, deny there's nah. plenty of dudes who are like man i like pizza i'm gonna get a pizza tattoo and i'm like oh, all right my friend what, kimmy's got a piece of bacon tattoo do what you want with your yeah. life do what you want with your body i got zero problem with it um but yeah dude celebrities that have crappy tattoos i always feel like celebrities porn stars and pro wrestlers where i'm like guys You're on like, TV. with your shirt off. All the time. Like, that's who you are. That's what you do.
0: This, I've only ever seen one other tattoo, I think, that was worse than this Ben Affleck Phoenix rising tattoo. Right. And that's Richard Jefferson's tattoo. The former is it oh, the RJ, the, you know, yeah, 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 the yeah. RJ on his that arm. That was one of the worst tattoos for an NBA athlete. Like, bro, again, you got all the money in the world. Like, why are we not covering?
1: Um, and Tim Duncan has terrible tattoos as well. And really? I think I think a part of what that was is like you probably got him when you were 18, 19 years old, didn't cover. necessarily didn't necessarily know it. Now there's probably a little bit of like humility in it where it's like, man, that was a terrible decision. Look how stupid this thing looks See? on my arm.
0: If they would just come to Canton and talk to your good buddy, was it like Rob and Carly over in Heritage, right? <laughs> yep, no, yep. those guys would they'd be happy to cover up. Ben Affleck's tattoo. Dude, Canton will take care of you, Ben Affleck. Just don't grope any of our chicks when you get here. Your shot at $1,000 is right now.
2: Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. ROCK 1069. The Stansberry Show. right, I like it. I like it. ROCK 1069.
0: Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9, online for you, WRQK.com. Uh, if I am understanding this correctly, Phantom, that your good friends from Ohio Championship Wrestling are moving into the MMA world.
1: Indeed they are, dude. Fill me uh, in. End, what's going on? Uh, so here's the rundown, dude. Ohio Championship Wrestling and the powers that be there, uh, they have started a new branch of their fighting uh, sports entertainment package. It is called Honor Fighting Championship. Uh, and Saturday... The 31st. Operation Shockwave going down at the Chaparral's Event Center right up there in Akron. Uh, tickets are on sale right now. Fighterticks.com if you want to get those pre-sale. Um, you can look up Honor Fighting Championship. Uh, you can check them out on Facebook as well, Twitter as well. You know, Honor Fighting Championship. Pretty easy to use that search bar right there. Uh, but tickets start for as low as 30 bucks. You can get a VIP table for just $500. And uh, that comes with all sorts of great things right there. And like, I didn't realize this, but like, there's not a local MMA group making it Happen around here, like you'll see stuff that pops up eventually. But they're focused on bringing like premier talent into Northeast Ohio and trying to like establish this Good. as a fighting as a fighting territory. I love
0: MMA, dude. I'm all for it. I, I want more MMA fights more often. I love MMA. I'm a huge fan. I'm all for it. We'll be giving some tickets away to that event here coming up a little later in the program. FighterTicks.com. Go get yourself some. So I saw this posted yesterday by an old program director of mine who is no longer with the company. and But he brought up an interesting point. And he said, if I had a radio show, I'd be talking about this. Look at the drastic difference in coverage between these two sites. And he he posted a screenshot. And the top one is Fox News, and the bottom one is CNN. And, interest in full disclosure, he is a left-leaning person i won't go so far as to call him a democrat because i don't actually know but i I worked for the guy for about six years and you can get a beat on people i've had dinner in his house more than enough times to know we've had enough political conversations to know he's a left-leaning person right but he's like look at how disgusting this is there's a school shooting and one network fox news covering it front and center and on the bottom it's all stormy daniels all the time from cnn and I'm not here to bash one outlet or push another one up. I'm the guy that tells you both those outlets are junk, that all the news outlets are junk, and that the news has always been faked from the very beginning. Do you think Cronkite was telling you the truth because just to do it? You mean to tell me back when they could get away with lying to you and you had no way to prove whether they were lying or not? They just told you the truth out of the goodness of their heart? That is, I think, a little naive. Now, maybe I'm pessimistic. So let's meet in the middle and maybe it wasn't all fake. Maybe it was about like probably 60% fake, right? I just, but there is a problem with coverage here. And the people who were complaining about the fact that the media is not harping on this school shooting yesterday because a good guy with a gun stopped another person with a gun are absolutely right. This did not, this shooting yesterday did not fit the media narrative that they need to take all your guns away from you or to make you afraid of a gun and call something an assault gun that isn't, even though those are already banned. Those people are right about yesterday.
1: Do you not consider Fox News as a part of the media?
0: I do what I'm saying. And I just did. I not just say I'm not here to demonize. One and lift up another that they're both bad,
1: but you, but you are saying with this case in particular,ly it's it's CNN and MSNBC that there were, were yes, there, okay. were, there
0: were other there were other more left leaning news outlets that did not want to get into this yesterday because it does not fit the regular gun agenda.
1: I, I think really you're kind of already you know this is kind of you're, you're making the point of like this entire conversation, and I think that part of the problem is is that. People see this and it doesn't become a conversation of like, all right, we have a problem with the media and coverage, not one side versus the other. What they do is they take it as like, oh, look, CNN's lying to me. Therefore, everything that I've said about CNN, about it all being false is 100 percent. Well, true. that's not true. And but that's but that's what it's used as. And I'm not just saying that's one way or the other, because people do the same thing with Fox, Fox News. Absolutely. People do the exact same thing. So I want it's to be like, fair to
0: this. So what I will say is I got a screenshot from my from my old program director. All right. But. I don't know what CNN's front page looked like 90 seconds after he sent me the photo. Maybe they were just behind. Maybe it wasn't that they didn't do it. Maybe they were behind. So you got to be careful with that stuff too. But again, this morning I came in and I checked all the news outlets. Checked them all this morning. I had to actually go to Google and type in Maryland school shooting before i could find the story anywhere like i went to homepages couldn't see it
1: is a part of that problem school shootings are just so common at this place the fact that this Then why am i hearing about parkland a month later because it was 17 dead as opposed to 1 that's obviously part of it I mean like Jack, like Jackson didn't get any national coverage. That, like very, That's not true. The, the the story I read on
0: the Jackson thing happened. I read it from NBC's national news. I site. feel
1: like very le, less than less than a, you know a normal one you know school shooting day.
0: Body counts will increase coverage for sure. Okay? So we'll we'll I'll, I will make room for that, and I'll make it a part of it. But if you cannot deny that this was not being hard... As a matter of fact, dude, the Austin bombing thing wasn't as covered as heavy. I had to search for that in Google this morning, too, before the, before the guy blew himself up, by the way. We'll get into that again back at 8 o'clock. But again, these are two huge things going on. And as a matter of fact, there's another member of the sports media. His name is Nick Wright, who was calling out media members yesterday, saying, why aren't you talking about this Austin thing more? You're not talking about this and why and it's because it's not a gun these pro-gun people who are on this right now are right about this they are they're right about it is it okay to give your audience what they want not if you're an information source i don't think i think that but that's the problem that is what they're doing is everybody everybody's giving us what they want we're allowed to give the audience what they want we're an entertainment opinion based thing News should be something different.
1: Now, at the end of the day, there's plenty of, you know, and I mean, Fox, CNN and MSNBC will all fess up to this, that our shows are opinion based shows. Now, they attach the word news to it. So all of a sudden it feels like something very different. But like, I mean, let's look at like news talk radio. And I mean, like there's a it's, it, news in the title of what you're doing. And those dudes are blowhard opinion guys. You know what I mean? So like, it, it, yes, they are different
0: than than the like the top and the bottom of the hour news report. And I think, and again, that's that's part of that is it's part of the problem.
1: I, I just hope this conversation, which I agree with you 100 percent on that, there's serious issue here. And we were I can't remember what we were looking at earlier this morning. And you're like, God, this doesn't include the date. This doesn't include when it happened or how many things happened to it. Was and, the it was this school shooting? And, uh, where they I,
0: didn't tell me if the victims had had lived or died. They didn't give me the age of anybody. They didn't tell me when it happened. It's just like bleh.
1: Where, where I, where I, I think I first really saw this and it really kind of like was very, you know, evident to me. It's because I was involved in a news story that was, that was misreported. And I know it's stupid, but like that cheetah pit incident, it, it, it nobody had the facts right. right. I was there and I knew what happened and nobody had the facts right and nobody like cared to like, all right, here's actually what happened. And if you can't get a story as simple as that, Right, factually correct where I, I, nobody I, got hurt. I make, I make room for the fact of well, how can you cover a war? How can you cover a, a mass shooting? How can you cover something complex as complex as, as guns or abortion or the million other hot topic items that we have? How can you cover that without being wrong? I, I, I agree.
0: My problem with it is is that these news outlets are the ones telling you they they, they, they they need to ban guns that are already banned. You got news people out there going, look at what an AR-15 can do and it's a, t- it's a pump shotgun they're using in the video that they don't know what the hell dude why what happened to standards where the hell are they it used to be we're america and everybody else sucks where did the american standard go why are we slipping where where did where did it go why did we stop demanding more from people but because you know where part of it went you're shaming them when you call people out for not being good enough. When people don't stack up to their responsibilities, shh, I mean, you don't get their struggle. It's pretty hard. And now you're shaming them. No, I'm demanding more out of the average human being.
1: At the end of the day, and I'm looking at FoxNews.com right now. I'm looking at their homepage. Their stories are all what their audience wants to hear. You go to CNN's page. And I'm looking it's, at it's, that right it's, now. It's the exact same, the exact their same their thing. Their stories are what you, as their audience, want to hear. And I, there is there's a problem with that. The, dude. the
0: problem is here's the here's the biggest problem right now. I'll tell you what the problem is. And here's do you will never hear this from an actual news source because it goes against their bottom line. You know why you'll never get information. And just pure information, you know why you'll never get it? Because in order to own a news operation, you need billions of dollars. And the only people that have billions of dollars are people who are interested in shaping the world in the way they want to see it. There's money involved. There's too much money in the news. That's the problem. News should be extremely expensive for the organization to put out, and it should bring in absolutely zero dollars for having it put out. It should be solely public information so we can be an educated constituency in this country but there's no money in that
1: i know what you mean um but you're right there is no money in that therefore why would i why would why anybody would why would anybody ever it? be a part and
0: of this it? is what i'm this is see that that proves what i'm always saying right there that deep down inside the average human being isn't good you're bad and that right there. If it doesn't benefit me financially, why would I do it?
1: Well, how could how could how could anybody do it? If, if I, I mean, am I going to do it as like a hobby or like a passion project? There's not. What I'm saying
0: is, these people that own these networks have enough money already. But 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 the greed is what causes this. They have the money already. They could absolutely give you the information, but it goes against their corporate, the the, the you know the corporate companies that are secretly behind all this and don't report this because that's our parent company that spilled the oil over there and this happened here. That's why it is all controlled by corporate money, and that's why, dude. And there, there's and they also know this. And, that, and I've said this from the beginning. You put somebody on TV and put them in a suit, the average American thinks they're smart. And, dude, all those people are doing are reading from a prompter. Half those people, dude, if you grill them on the street after, that t- after those TV lights go out, they are going to be effing clueless, clueless about anything that's going on. They are talking, dude, they are reading from a prompter. And at the end of the day, they are told most situations they are told what to read. As a matter of fact, a Fox News contributor quit the site the other day and said, dude, there is absolutely zero standard for what we do other than make sure it's heated.
1: Yeah, a, 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 I believe a retired lieutenant uh, in the military yeah. there that that said that this is just, you know, state propaganda. That's
0: all it is. That's all it is. So and here's what I'm going to say. If that's true of Fox News and that works for Fox News, you don't think CNN and MSNBC are doing that? Of course they are. Of course they are. And all this stuff didn't get covered because it doesn't continue the narrative. And that's why you're going to hear more about Parkland still today than you will about Maryland, which happened yesterday. And it's because there are companies behind this who want to see those AR-15s taken off the street and so they're going to spend the money to get you the coverage they have. People can talk about the NRA all, the, all you want, and that's a problem too, but so is the anti-gun people flushing money into your news organizations to spread lies and misinformation about certain kinds of weapons. Now, as a common sense gun person, I have two in my house, that there are certain things we should look at and go, well, does the average public actually need that? Maybe not. Let's, let's try to meet in the middle. You know me. I try to be common sense, meet people in the middle whenever the hell I can, but you were being misled yesterday because it did not fit a narrative it's time that we all wake up if we see this is what i'm always saying about social media this is the problem is that we misuse it it's like well pickle slushies retweet and instead if we all got together And like, legitimately got together and looked back at the establishment, whether it be the political establishment or the media establishment, whatever establishment it is, and says, F you, we are taking no more of this, we're together against you, things change. But all they do is keep spinning this stuff around so you and I yell at one another instead of looking back at the problem, which is, of course, them. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on. Dan Stansberry.
2: And his boy, wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106 nah.
0: Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We have event seven full tickets for you. 8.30 is when you get hooked up with those. But at 8.10, we'll also hook you up with a $1,000. Uh, just another grand in our four hundred. 80000 dollars total we're passing out. A lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Doing it uh every single hour until 9 p.m. this evening. Your next one, 8 10 this morning. Alright, I uh I get accused of being a hater a lot. And anytime I don't like a new piece of entertainment, people just go, you don't like anything. you don't like anything. You just hate on everything. Difference
1: between dislike and hate. There is.
0: And it's like, no, dude, I just don't need 24 Avengers movies. One Avengers movie is enough for me. I'm good. Three hours in spandex. I know. You can hold a building up. I got it. Luke Cage can punch through this. I got it. Right? It's just, dude, that kind of stuff I just feel like is enough is enough with me. All right. But I but because of that, and because those those franchises are so big that if you dislike it, the problem's you, not not the art, right? And so I set this all up to tell you that like I feel like anytime I watch something and I like it, that I have to like stand up for it. And because I just feel like people are just like constantly on me about what I don't like. So I watched a couple of things on Netflix yesterday that I felt were really good and I need to finish one of them. I started it a little too late last night, fell asleep in it, but it's a documentary um, which really scared me, especially with the services like Netflix and now, cause they commissioned this stuff and it's like, Who's doing what? Who's doing? You know what I mean, like
1: just like the rants of the media that we just did. You have to look at. I mean, Netflix. Netflix and documentaries are going to be the next
0: fake document. That'll be the next fake thing.
1: They true. They're a part of the media in the sense of the things you consume, the things that shape your opinion, the things that you. you Well, like making a murderer.
0: That's a new story, and then they did. But they did that whole thing, and there's been problems on it. I wanted to start watching. There's a food documentary. I I think it's a season long. It's called Rotten, and it's all about like the food industry and how it's all for profit and how the whole thing and dude, we're being screwed and all this, but I was like, well, but who's showing me this, right? So like, I didn't watch that one, but I did start watching another documentary last night and I'm going to finish it today. Cause I, it was really interesting and it's called take your pills and it's all about Adderall Xanax Ritalin, all these drugs that parents just shove down the, the throat of their kids. So their kids will be the quiet, happy teenagers. You wish you secretly had and the eye-opening information stuff that was in that, and the first half of it was crazy. If I had a kid on Adderall today, he'd be off of it today. Today, I would go into the room, take the bottle, throw it out. Now, that's me. You don't have to do it.
1: Now, I think with any documentary, if you put dramatic music behind something, all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh, I don't know, man. Do you think there was a little bit of? I mean, there is a little bit of that, and and and,
0: and there's no doubt. You are going to need to be an above the average bear um of of your bs meter to get through it to know when they're lying and when they're not
1: now when it comes to like the decision of you know you making this uh, you know a decision about the medication that your child takes I wouldn't expect you to be a parent that just lately came to the conclusion of all right my child needs to be on Adderall no, I- because that's what I worry about with some of this stuff is like y- yes I think there's an overprescription, prescription and over usage and a- an over dependence on these type of things no doubt about it but I also think that there's plenty of people who have gone through the correct medical channels have gone through the, you know and-, and this is working for them and now all of a sudden it's like oh I saw this documentary I gotta take my kid off this medication well- like
0: so, one of the girls in the documentary got into that, and you know what she said? She goes, "You know what we all have distractions. You don't have ADD." She goes, they, "They they diagnosed me with ADHD and ADD and all this stuff." And she's like, "No, I didn't. I have
1: distractions
0: like anybody else. If you walk up next to me when I'm reading a book and talk to me, yes, I'm going to be distracted by
1: that." Do you feel like that that's ADD and ADHD or not a thing then? I I'm not saying they're not a thing.
0: I am saying they have been overly diagnosed in this country okay okay? i believe yes i believe i think that the the actual first of all adhd is is a wildly different thing than add and i think the percentage of people that actually have adhd is probably somewhere around five percent if that and we are yet medicating it like it's 40 percent is what um, they were saying
1: uh, yes, and that that's an issue. No question. That's a
0: me- like. Here's what, I, I, dude. I've said this a couple of times, and this documentary kind of proved this. People right now are like, "Well, we got to get these opiates off the street." These doctors just took kick. You don't think there were kickbacks on Ritalin? Right. You don't think there were kickbacks right. on Xanax? And behavior drugs, right? On, on on Adderall. Like, dude, this girl said yesterday in this documentary. She's in college, right? She goes, "I don't know a single person in my college that doesn't take Adderall every day." She goes, every single one of my friends, every single one of my classmates is on this stuff every day. Now, this was eye opening for me because I once lived with a woman who was severely addicted to Adderall, like severely. And it was like living with somebody that had dementia is what it was like. Because on Wednesday, she had no idea what happened on Monday.
1: Difference between somebody abusing Adderall and using Adderall correctly? Well, again,
0: yes, there's going to be a major difference in that. But the problem is, is that I think the doctor tells you how to use it properly. And then you go home and go, well, I need one of these. And then it's drugs, dude. It changes your mind. It's like marijuana. It's like cocaine. It's like heroin. It's like anything else. It changes how you feel. So not quite enough. One more and I'll feel a little bit better. One more. And sure enough, everybody that's on this stuff was talking about this.
1: I mean, I guess, you know, and I'm devil's advocate in here as well. It's your personal accountability there and your responsibility, because you could say the same thing about booze, right? Where it's like, well, yeah, you start off and you think you're just going to have a couple of drinks yes. and it, and it, it spirals That's out what I'm of control
0: is that you do. We are addicting more people to substances. That's all we're doing. Is that And not all we're doing. There are people who are severely being helped by some of this stuff, and it is absolutely true. But in the end, most of the people on this stuff is because parents don't want to deal with their kids and their energy. And in the reality, dude, if you would take those kids and go do something with them, you would realize, oh, they don't really have as much energy as I thought. We worked it out of them. We, we, we took them to go do things. We got active. We did this. We did that. So I'm going to finish that. Okay, because that, that was a very serious thing. I'm being asked this question, and it is, and I, again, I, I want to be fair to the conversation. So, like, There's too many Avengers movies, but 10 Star Wars movies are fine. Absolutely not. Watch Empire Strikes Back, throw the other nine away, and you're totally fine. Deal? We fine now? Thank you. We'll move forward. The other thing else that I liked yesterday that I started watching on Netflix, and I'm way late to the party, way late. They're three seasons in, and I just started it yesterday, and Judd Apatow is the executive producer. It's a half hour sitcom series. It's called Love and it's really well done.
1: I keep seeing that pop up in like my recommended or like hot on Netflix right now.
0: Really really well done. I like it. Um they make the woman the problem person in the relationship not the guy which was refreshing she's the one with all the issues got commitment issues got drug issues can't get her life together and the guy's kind of like sitting there like I'm a good guy like why like why can't we get this figured out like what the hell's the matter with you versus like the guy doesn't want to grow up and there's mustard on his t-shirt man because the guy's just a big dummy and then like without a woman he couldn't get through his life like so they kind of flip that on his head and so that made it a very interesting watch but those two things as a guy who gets constantly told how much he hates everything those are two huge Stansberry thumbs up. Now again, love is three seasons long. I'm in the middle of like season one. It could still plenty of time to go off the rails, but it is a actually so far a very, very good watch. And Judd Apatow normally puts out stuff that I find to be a little bit entertaining. Your shot at a thousand dollars, eight o'clock on rock. One Oh six, nine,
2: the Stansberry show. Kenton's rock station. Rock one Oh six, nine. Rock one Oh six, nine.
0: Welcome back to the Ray Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Online for WRQK.com. Before the break, I gave out a couple of recommendations on Netflix that I've been enjoying, one of which was a half-hour sitcom um, by Judd Apatow called Love. That was pretty good. But uh, the one that spurred the, the long conversation was Take Your Pills. It's a documentary about um, Adderall, Ritalin, and like those kinds of drugs and how college students abuse them for the concentration issues. And uh, I kind of told you I, I had dated a girl lived with her. Who was um, who was addicted to that stuff? Um, I've obviously taken it, um, and it will. It will. It, it like zones you right in. Yeah. Um, and so I understand why it could be beneficial to like I got a cram for this test, but ultimately I think it's probably bad.
1: Yeah, a lot of the benefits of cocaine, I feel like, but not necessarily as like frantic. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, as
0: frantic, and it's definitely socially acceptable, so you can do yeah, cocaine in public, right? Which people like. Um, and so. During the break, I took a lot of emails, a lot of, you know, a lot of positive, a lot of negative, like, dude, my kid's on this, and you don't know what you're talking about. You're demonized. Okay, right, fine. Maybe I don't. All right. I'm just giving you my personal opinion. All right. And you got to take any documentary with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. But the amount of people that emailed me in and told me, like, you'd be surprised how many times a week my school begs me to put my kid on drugs. And it wasn't just one person. It was hundreds of you. And I would not at all be surprised. I graduated high school in 1994, okay? So a while ago. And before high school even, those of you that know my history, some of you may not, I had been molested by somebody who lived down the street from us when I was a kid, right? Wasn't a one-time occurrence. It was like a reoccurring thing. And so through that, there were obviously some issues with me growing up. Um, I acted out. Um, there were there, there were a lot of stuff going on. The depression was very real. The um, some anxiety was very real. The mistrust in other people was very real. And my schoolwork suffered and I was a bad student for a while and they couldn't figure it out. And I remember my parents having the argument in their bedroom and they didn't realize I could hear them. And I remember them arguing back and forth about putting me on medication. And my mom was like at her wits end and said, we're doing this. And my dad stood there and was like, no, we're not. And I remember my mom saying and screaming at him, Dean, I'm just trying to save my kid. And I remember my dad saying, and a lot of you are gonna hate this. Sue, if we put him on those drugs, he'll cease being your kid. He will no longer be the kid you know and love. He will be something else. And if we and, and this is and I'll never forget this Sue, if we put him in a chemical prison now, we'll never save him. And I remember thinking to myself like, well, thank God one of my parents was thinking about that because the other one, not like my mom was dumb, she just needed help. She just needed something to happen. And my dad told her, "No, we are going to continue down the therapy path because this is a brain issue. It is. It is a. It is a. He has been traumatized issue." And through behavioral therapy and through a therapist, we will get through the other side of this. And if that fails, then maybe we can start to talk about medication. And if that person feels like they need medic, that he needs medication, then we'll reexamine. But because a guidance counselor told us he needs Ritalin, I'm not doing that.
1: Yeah, I think that's a part of the problem here is that your dad came at it with like, you know, a a common sense approach here where it's like we, we got to
0: remember in 1988, 1986 through 88, there was no common sense approach. Well,
1: I, I mean, but luckily your dad, what, you know what I'm yeah, saying? I mean, like,
0: what I'm saying is the country didn't have. one.
1: I mean, you could argue in 2018, 30 years <laughs> later, we don't have. Well, one. I think I am arguing. Um, that, right? So with all that being said, and I think this is a problem with a lot of things that we talk about on this show. And, and we've brought up the concept of overcorrecting the steer there. Um, so on one hand, it's like, yes, dude, I am skidding out of control and I'm going to go off this guardrail if I don't correct the steer here. People overreact and end up going the, off the other side. Yes. But if you don't do anything, you're going to end up going off the side you were going off eventually, right? There. Oh,
0: to 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 have not put me on a, a, a some form of medication... If you weren't going to send me to therapy, then the medication would have been the better right. than not doing anything.
1: Right. That's Agreed. That That's kind of, that's Agreed. That's kind of what I'm saying is like, well, luckily your dad came fr- at it uh, from a perspective of like common sense here, where it's like, we need to get you back on the road. It's not that, you know, and, and, and that's, tires are flat. Right. Right. We got to change figure, them out. We got to figure this out right. here. So the fact that you had that available to you, I mean, I obviously I think put you in a better situation than a lot of kids who were probably, you know, who, who experienced the same thing or gone through the same thing where it was just like, Either A, yes, we're going to over-medicate them, or B, he can just go deal with it by himself and like yeah, both those are both those, those are, the are wrong bad. answer
0: i think part of the, the part of the problem with this is though too is that you want to trust people that you think have your best interest in mind so like you think person works at the school cares about my kid so what they're telling me is in my best interest when in reality sometimes people are just telling you something to get you off their plate
1: now i hope in 2018 enough people recognize realize that like nobody should just be blindly trusted no doctor no teacher no school administrator second opinion no 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 officer no anyone should just be blindly trusted um but there we is but there is a point of like Sometimes you have to defer to experts. Sometimes you have to like, OK, I don't know what this answer is. I would like to think that I did. But deep down inside, you know, you don't necessarily know what to do here. Um, But you're right. That's where second opinions. That's where that's where trial and error comes into play. But just just to blindly trust anyone. Of course, that's a mistake. If you
0: take your kid to three different people and all three people say the exact same thing. Then your kid might have an issue.
1: And 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 you, okay. So hey, we've tried therapy. All right, this isn't working out. Maybe if we try another therapist. Maybe if we try another type of therapy. All right, this isn't working. Right. Well,
0: I let's be careful there because I I think a lot of people. Well, we tried therapy. It isn't working. Well, what you got to realize about therapy is it is a very 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 long process. And, did and you again. Try? And, and did you really try? and were were you open? And this was what was tough for me as a kid when when i when they first had me talking to a therapist as early as fourth grade, fifth grade. Um, and it was really embarrassing, and there was a stick, there was a stigma course. about it back then. There was no like you were getting healthy; it was like you're like two steps away from going to the loony bin. I mean, that's how people looked at therapy when I was going through it, especially in the sexual nature.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, especially once you start throwing sex into that equation. Of so course. part of
0: the problem is is that it that when I first started, I had and um, Edie was her name, and I I loved her dearly. Um, I saw her for years, and she helped me tremendously. Um, we lost her. She's no longer with us, but she was fantastic. I loved her dearly and um, spent years in her care. But, like, it, in first, like, it was very much, I'm not telling you this. A, because I'm a teenager, I, or pre uh, preteen, essentially, is when right. I started, you know, and then I saw her throughout my teenage years, and then we, you... I'm afraid to talk about this. I there's part of me. I'm a kid. It's my fault, right? I must have done something that I did it. And so, like, there was a lot of that. There was two years, Matt, where I was sitting in her office, getting through that, to where we even before we could talk about it. There was Just two years the subject, of right? explore. And so, dude, I understand why people give up on therapy because it was incredibly expensive, right? My my parents had no idea how they were going to pay for it, but my dad was like, "Dude, if we don't do this. We are going to have a serious problem on our hands," and. So what I'm basically I'm saying is therapy is a very, very long process. And so I will tell you something now that I have not said before on this incarnation of the program. I have since started back again. It's been a little while and it's been uh, just under a year And again, if if you hear me talk about this a whole lot, that this whole last year for me has been about self-exploration and I want to be a better version of who I am. And I'm trying to like end some of these anger issues. And of course, that's where they all stem from is all that. And it's been about a year that I've been back in and been completely healthy. And one of the reasons I watched this documentary is that I asked a therapist. I said, do you believe that this stuff would benefit me? And the, and so that my therapist had said to me, we believe it would benefit you on the way that America wants to be benefited by medication. You'll forget about it while you take the pill, and you'll be, like, you know what I mean, and that you'll kind of like go through it. But we're not dealing with the underlying problems, and the the medication doesn't deal. So basically, what you should do is you come, you should probably come see us, and if we feel like medication needs to be part of this program we're going to do with you, then it will be twofold. We're not just going to give you medication send you out the door. That's not going to help you. It's the underlying issues of why you need the medication is what brought you to our door, And that these issues from your childhood are rearing their ugly head in adulthood. And it's preventing you from having the life that you want. And you did the right thing by making the phone call and coming here. But Xanax wasn't going to make you forget about these underlying issues. It's not. It may help you deal with the anxiety while you're at work with it. But ultimately, the work that you're going to do in here with us because, again, it's a two-person team. It's a very strange thing they had me doing, but, it, but it's been working, and it's been benefiting me, and I know it doesn't sound like a whole lot today because I've, I've been a little angst-ridden and a little you know anger-driven this morning, but it is because of some of this, and again, I think partially it's because I had been unwilling to tell you all about this aspect of something that's been going on with me this last year because normally I'm very, very, very open with you guys. I try to be, as a matter of fact, St. Patrick's Day I had a lovely woman tell me at FALCON. she's like, that's why I love you. She's like, I think it's very difficult what you do and talk that openly about the things that are wrong with you. She's like, most people don't ever want to talk about what's wrong with them. So well, there's plenty wrong with me. If I didn't talk about was wrong with me, there wouldn't be anything else to do. Your shot at $1,000 is every single hour on Rock 106.9. The next one, right now.
2: Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword CASH to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's CASH to (laughs) 200-200. Rock. 106.9. 1069. Rock 1069.
0: Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. We're on Rock 1069. We have Event Sevenfold tickets for you. That show, August 6th at Blossom. Also, Profits of Rage on that as well. So, you're going to get a little Rage Against the Machine that night. A little Cypress Hill, a little Public Enemy, all part of that. And then, probably a two hour Event Sevenfold set. What a good show, dude. Not a bad one. I'm going to that. Actually, after we did the. We talked to M. Shadows from Event Sevenfold, their vocalist, the other day. And, uh. He was a good dude. Good interview. Willing to talk about stuff. Like wasn't afraid to like give his opinion on like these school shootings and what's been happening and stuff. And I don't know. It made me like him even more. You know what I mean? Sometimes that can happen. Sometimes they can drive you the other way. But he was cool to us. So
1: good interview.
0: I'll uh, I'll probably head out and check out that show. I like those guys. Turns out men are creeping chicks out when we meet them all the time. Okay, so we're doing some creepy stuff. And so women now are leading us down the path of saying, dude, this is dude, you got to stop doing this cuz you're not going to get us this way. And number 1 on the list is stop catcalling. Never works. I, now, I had been guilty in my younger years of some of this without realizing what I was doing would technically be considered catcalling. Okay? Like I sometimes would be and this is much younger. I'm, 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 I'm wise behind my years now in, in this regard. But when I was younger, you'd see a, like a really attractive woman walk by, and you would just say out loud, like, "Wow." you know what I mean? Like maybe she'll be so impressed that I'm impressed that she'll turn around and say hello to me. Never works. No, no. So that's never going to work. Stop whistling out of windows. Don't, you know what I mean? Don't sexual innuendos as are walking by. It's not
1: going to work. Yeah. I mean, I, and if it does, you're probably going to get herpes. I, I understand the concept there of like, man, there's a beautiful woman right there. I'm going to look at her. Um, but rolling that window down and saying something at that point, like you are getting into the field of like, well, like at what point does that become harassment? Like, Like, I don't, you know, you don't, it's not going to be real long before somebody feels that way. Right. I mean, and just the way I always kind of put it through is like, imagine it happening to you by somebody that you don't find sexually attractive. How long would that take you to be like, all right, enough is enough.
0: Uh, Well, another good one would be if you were, if you were dating somebody, would that be acceptable for somebody to say to your girlfriend in traffic?
2: Right. Your daughter.
0: then, then, Then don't say it. Right. Then, then probably don't say it. Another one of these things here, I guess. Guys make fun of, or will make a joke about a woman's ethnicity. This woman says here, like, I'll tell men my last name, and they'll say things like, "Ooh, Latina," and it's Uh, like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, Like, or they'll say something like "caliente." You know what I mean? And like, and again, I think that's just a guy trying. I think that's what that is. Is that's. An unfunny person trying to be funny.
1: Um, b- boy oh boy, can that get you in trouble? In oh life? god, yeah. I mean, and that's the whole thing is you can hide behind like, "Whoa, I just meant it as a joke," and it's like, well, it doesn't necessarily mean that you get the j- get out of jail free card there. So here's
0: another one, and this again contradicts some other articles that we have discussed while talking about very similar things. Like in some articles, they'll tell you make contact. Put your hand on her arm as you're speaking to her. This says never touch a woman unless you're explicitly invited to. They say overly familiar touching, for instance. She says, I'll, I'll give you an example of what she's talking about. She says, I was doing first aid training in a pretty small class. Just me, one male and one female teacher. And two guys who were also in training were also there. One of the guys would do stuff like put his arm around my waist or shoulder while one of the teachers was talking. Oh, well, that's not, I mean, that, yeah, that's not just like grabbing somebody's hand to get their attention or something like that. That's or, or I mean, and you're not trying, you're not having a conversation back and forth. There's a difference in if you're in a deep conversation, like reaching over and kind of touching somebody's arm to drive home at a point versus like, I'm just standing here next to you. Let me arm wrap
1: you. Yeah. I mean, completely different conversations. And I think when they talk about the permission, like, I think that there's, steps you take along the way there. So like you first engage that person, like hey, you're talking to that person right. and all of a sudden that conversation goes further. I mean, yeah, you can take that little step forwards, but to jump from from 0 into touching is always going to get shut down. I was standing by um an attractive woman the other night and a guy came up from behind her and she was at work. So like there really wasn't, you know, she she was uh, obligated to be there. It wasn't obligated me, right? to be nice. No, it was not you. Thank God. But she was standing there and essentially kind of doing her job, like getting ready to do her job. And this dude just came up, touched her like around like the around like the waist, like touched her, like put her hand around her waist and like whispered into her ear. Oh, that's and you okay. could just, And I could just see her face where it's like, oh my God. That's like not okay. She couldn't do anything because she's at work. There's literally like, you know, there's... there's she's going to no, get fired
0: if she like yells at you. Right.
1: If she slaps this dude and calls him a creep. And I just thought to myself, I was like... I never have to worry about that. That is never a concern of mine. We
0: all right. We do kind of. All right. So I've heard Bill Burr talk about this, and he's been on a couple of podcasts talking about this about the Me Too movement. And you and I do kind of deal with this, but it is different. And somebody pointed it out to Bill Burr and why it's different. He's like, you know, after a show, you know, I'll have a 45-year-old woman who had too many drinks at a show. She's like, she'll be standing there taking a photo with me, and she'll just grab me by the balls. She's like, women will just grab you, like, like. like his thing is, women do this as much as men do. It's just, it doesn't get reported, A, because guys will be called sissies, but again, the person interviewing him said to him, he's like, well, Bill, part of the problem is, he's like, and I get it, you're being funny, and Bill's like, dude, I'm just kind of being funny about it. He's like, yeah, I know, but he's like, but the difference is, and this is a big difference, is, is that. Most cases, a woman can't physically hurt you like most times a woman cannot overpower you and force you into doing something you don't want to do where a man can physically take a woman, force her to the ground and force sex on her. So that's why it's a little bit like if you get kind of groped by a woman, it's like why uh, the society will laugh it off. It's not appropriate. It doesn't make it okay, but it is why it is treated differently.
1: And at the very dude, this
0: happened to me St. Patrick's Day. Dude, the amount of times my ass was grabbed by an older woman while taking photos on Saturday was a lot.
1: I mean, it was a lot. And I I think at the very least, at that point, there's a little bit of like yes, you're Bill Burr. Yes, you're Dan Stansberry. There's going to be a little bit of different rules for people who have some level of notoriety versus people who have no level of notoriety. You know what I mean? Like for this, for that to be a, a commonplace occurrence, I don't think that happens nearly as much. To it's John not an Q.
0: excuse. It's a reason.
1: John Q. Public out there doesn't have that happen to him nearly as much as Dan Stansberry or, or Bill be Burr
0: does. That may be true. Another thing men do after meeting a woman that creeps them out is don't be a social media stalker. And I think this is common for everybody. I think women are probably more guilty of this than men. And I don't know if maybe I'm buying into old stereotypes or whatever, but I don't think people under, all right, I think most people feel that the people that they interact with on social media have the same understanding of that social media platform that they have. Meaning if you don't know how to figure out who's been checking your profile every 10 minutes, then this person probably doesn't either. And yeah, they do. And yes, maybe they do. Or even if they don't, you should approach every situation as if they do. Because this is very much checking a social media timeline too many times is essentially texting a girl too many times, calling her too many times. It's a red flag.
1: Yeah, I mean social media exists for a reason and it's not like, oh my god, like I can't go on her Facebook page and look at it. Like, yeah, you can. She has it there for a reason. But you're right, stalking is a different thing. Like once you've gone through all those pictures, you start the second, third, fourth round of it and it's like, dude, you got to you got to back off
0: here. This is an important one, guys. And this is where women get treated differently than men in society all the time. Okay. Don't hug when a handshake is appropriate. And what I would tell you is if it is during the daytime and you are colleagues, handshake. Don't hug. Unless you have a relationship with that person where you know this is okay, hugging most times is going to be considered to be inappropriate.
1: Yeah, one. I mean, right? in a professional setting, yes. Even in like a dude a bar setting, like, hey, this is my friend Erica. Like, she doesn't certainly doesn't owe you a hug. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not like for you to go in there now. If she's like, hey, I'm a hugger and this is who I am, fine. But like, just to assume that it's like, no, we're gonna make body contact here. I I, I think that's a bit presumptuous.
0: That's the that's the right word. You hit the nail on the head. And the and and the thing there is is also what I would tell you is. Women, dude, they're like dogs. They can smell fear, dude. And like you you going in for the hug when a handshake would do is you screaming, I need physical contact with a right, person. Right. I need this and I'm desperate for it. So I'm going to grab it from this person I met 20 seconds ago.
1: I mean, you wouldn't just hug a dude that you met at the bar. Now, there's some guys you'd meet, you'd shake their hand and you'd hug it up with them. I haven't them. seen you
0: in a while. What's but, up, man?
1: But that's because you already have that relationship with well them. Well established. You wouldn't do that with just a random dude. You wouldn't be like, hey, what's up, man? Hugging in here. Right. Of course not. No. Now, you'd you be like, dude,
0: This is a word I know technically. No, right. But, dude, what's going to happen there is a the guy's going to look at the other guy and be like, dude, is your buddy queer? Like, that's a, exactly what's going to happen there. I mean, that's not right either. I'm not trying to say that's the way that should be. But, dude, you Phantom's making a great point. You wouldn't just hug some dude. Here's the last one. This one should be easy. And I'm, this is, dude, my brother was awful to me my entire life, but he did teach me some good rules of life. And this is one of them. And he taught me this very early in life. He was seven years older than I was. And this is important because I hear women bitch about this all the time. And I can't believe grown men still have a problem with this. Don't stare at their boobs. Don't do it. And I remember my brother teaching me when I was a kid, he's like, dude, if you can keep eye contact with a woman that's got a great set of boobs and she knows she's got a great set of boobs, the first thing she's going to notice is this guy's not totally checking me out, which how refreshing is that? But then what would the female mind do? Then the female mind will go to every other guy. Can't wait to stare at my boobs and try to get my pants. Why does this guy not? Why is this guy not desperate to get in my pants? Then all of a sudden they're on the offensive and they're trying to get into your pants. Hide your attentions and they'll come chasing after you. More Sansbury Show, right around the corner. You guys hang on. Oh,
2: the Sansbury Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106. Rock 1069. Welcome
0: back to the Sansbury Show and Rock 1069. Pass out those adventureful so tickets here momentarily. Uh you know what I did yesterday, buddy? What is that? I uh I tried that clean eats place. Ah. Uh, was that Perry there? I never know. Yeah, Is it? yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Perry there.
1: Yeah, once you get past the Speedway, you're in the Perry Township there. And uh,
0: I didn't realize that thing was threefold meaning you can go in there, order food, and eat there. Or you can go in there to like their deep freeze. They have prepackaged things that you can take home and like make once you get home. Or you can order like essentially online and do like a meal like service thing where they'll like either deliver to you, you pick up stuff, and then you have everything for the week. But um, I went in there yesterday after after working out because people have been telling me like, dude, if, if you're getting sick of the food you're making, you might want to try this place out. So while I was there, I had a bison burger, which is much leaner than most regular beef. Um, and again, beef's not that bad for you. There's been this war on beef. Beef is totally fine. It, it, this all all this stuff's been debunked a million times. Beef is totally, dude. Eat as much meat as you want. It's fine. Now, processed meat and that stuff, you got to worry about that. But, like, beef itself is totally fine.
1: Well, and at the end of the day, if you're looking at it strictly from a I want to lose weight, not a nutritional aspect, I just want to lose weight. Get lean. A calorie
0: is a calorie is a calorie, all right? Well, I mean... yes and no. Not all calories are created equal. Your body will absorb 200 calories with the almonds better than it will 200 calories worth of ice cream. So, yes and no. Um, it's one of those things, and I obviously don't have as much of you know scientific knowledge on it as i should um as we're discussing it but ne- not necessarily is that true but i had a, a i had a jalapeno like bison burger that was delicious and so then i was like all right well if this was good i'm willing to bet some of this pre-packaged stuff that they that they put together for you um and and sell like like i said it's deep froze and then you take it home and then you make it I tried the hibachi shrimp i that's what I had for dinner. I took one of those home and I ate it last night for dinner. It was very good that place was uh, that place was very good that was uh that was a good find. I'm happy I found that um This will make a lot of you happy. I'm willing to bet if you have kids who go to Massillon schools as a metal detector. This was posted by the canton rep uh yesterday that the metal detector was placed at the entrance of um Washington high school um not quite operational yet, but it will be soon. And there already are plans for another to be put in the middle school complex safety improvements at each Massillon city school districts. Five schools have been underway, but a recent shooting incident at Jackson, obviously, and other events threatening safety at schools has prompted officials to take an extra step. Um, Superintendent Rick Goodright said work was being done to install a new secure entry at the high school, which provided an opportune time to add the metal detector. A double door entry was recently installed at the high school when entering the school, visitors must be buzzed in the front door by an attendant. Once inside that door, you must present identification before they can enter the second set of secure doors to gain entry to the school. Now, if I'm re- maybe I'm reading this wrong or I'm misunderstanding it. Am I to then take this as only visitors to the school will be passing through said metal detector? That's what that information sounds like to me. Because there are multiple entrances for students to access the school, correct? I don't know. I mean, that's the way it was when I was in school, but I don't know.
1: I mean, I'm sure there's a main entrance. I know a lot of schools have their entrances numbered. I know, like, Canton South built that new school, and you drive by it. Every door has 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, so they know specifically, like, it's this doorway. They're not saying, like, the door in the science wing, you know, that second door, it's specifically this is what it is. I would assume there's one main entrance, but no, there's got to be multiple you know, if you've got a thousand kids filing into that building they all have every to be day there at the
0: same time saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. Every day. I don't think one entrance would get it done is my thing.
1: So I, that's part of the problem with metal detectors. Now, I fully support that idea. I think that's a very common sense. We can all come to that, but the expediting of the crowd of the thousand kids that are coming in. Now, if you can do it at a professional sporting event, you can do it at a high school. You can't. It's, it's logistically possible. Not many
0: high schools have 68,000 students. Right. You
1: right. Know what I mean, you know, if you can, if I, if I can do it at first energy, stadium I don't see why you can't do it, you know, here.
0: If you if you're a parent and you got kids going to schools, you love hearing this, right? Yeah.
1: I, I see to me like this is the kind of stuff and if I'm a politician This is my top priority. Like, yes, infrastructure is important. And yes, we have to worry about Stormy Daniels. And yes, we have to do all these things. But the first thing that I am focused on is like, dude, and whether it's at a local level, state level or federal level, we need to give our schools the ability to 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 protect themselves. We need to have metal detectors. There needs to be somebody who's working that there needs to be. And until we have that figured out, everything else be damned. How is this?
0: You know why? Because it would have to be national. My thing is, how do we not, how does the country not do this? And again, I just thought of this 10 seconds ago, so there's probably an easy, well, because of this, you moron. All right, me All right, but, but I'm stuck on stupid. But I'm brainstorming out loud. How is it that it's not this? If we have a national department of education, which I don't believe we should have, but we do have one. If we have that, how is it not then when we need a government contractor for something else somewhere? that we say okay contracts yours but we need metal detectors for schools as part of the plan we're doing it we'll pay you but part of your government contract is every school in America gets metal detectors you're the company that knows how to do this you want a contract with the government for something else do it
1: i mean at that point you're going to have you're going to have government bullying business you know what i'm saying by forcing them into something And I mean, a lot of people are going to push back on that concept alone. All right. That part's not great. But, but I mean, if you can do it at every federal building, if you can do it, if I have to walk through, you know, to get to the, to to the jobs and family services building downtown, if I have to walk through a metal detector, I do not see how it's not possible to do here. And I mean, like what, I mean, what are they? 10,000 bucks per metal detector. And I know that's a significant amount of money, but at the same time, like it's, 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 it's an ideal we can all get behind. It's such a unifying cause right there. I don't understand how. It's easy points to me like you're just you're leaving money on the table by not being the person saying we need a federal standard of of, of safety in our schools. We will work with local officials. We will work with local administrations. We will work with local parents and teachers to make sure that your specific plan meets your school's needs. But at the end of the day to say we need a a, you know, these are uh, these are schools. These are publicly funded schools that are federal buildings. So like, how is it not the same standard for jobs and family services as it is to walk into this high school?
0: You can get a Garrett. PD 6,500. I walk through metal detector for 5,500.
2: Okay.
1: Okay, I mean that's and, a lot. Yes, but but think about how many people live in Canton. Think about how many people live in Maslin. If your taxes have to go up fifteen dollars this year because you get because now your schools have metal detectors, I'm all for I'm it. paying fifteen bucks, dude. I'll, I, I'll, dude, I'll cut my check today.
0: You know me, dude. I'm the guy who always says, dude, I will. Ne- I don't plan on ever having my own children, but I believe in school levies because I believe solid schools, education, and kids being do that stuff. It affects society. It, like, dude, the ripples on that don't ever end, and so. I'm all for spending more money on the schools. I just don't. I don't understand why we can't have that. I I can't figure that out. Now I know what somebody's going to make the argument of. Well, we did the stadiums first because again, there's more people there than in a high school. But the kids are your future, right?
1: Well, the kids are your future, and as far as I've seen, I have not seen the mass shooting at Cleveland Brown Stadium yet. Not I have yet. not. I have, seen, I have seen countless children dying. <laughs> like.
0: So maybe we should allocate some of this stuff over there. 5500 bucks for a walkthrough metal detector? That doesn't seem that crazy to me. Um, for a very rich country, I have a feeling we could find this somewhere, somehow. I just, But I know why. This is what I'm always saying. Because what America will do is argue about how they're going to do it versus whether or not we're going to do it. Those event seven-fold tickets, that shows August 6th blossom. Profits a Rage, part of that as well. Let's send caller 20, one 243 7625 on those and get you hooked up with $1,000 next on Rock 106.9.
2: The Stansberry Show. That guy knows how to party. Rock 106.9.
0: Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. Missing anything from yesterday. Make sure you podcast it right there. You can also hear all your favorite music, all your favorite radio stations on iHeartRadio. And uh, there also is a 24-7 Stansberry Show channel on iHeartRadio. Make sure you download and open your iHeartRadio app today. Yeah. Uh, iHeartMedia, going to pass out here a $1,000 momentarily. Good job. Um, could not get out of here without discussing this. Um, but apparently Stormy Daniels... hmm uh-huh. Took a polygraph test about her uh, affair or her tryst (laughs) with... with, uh, <laughs> with with the current president Now, the tryst took place before he was president Right But uh, that's obviously still Like the president had sex with the porn jar That's still news
1: What kind of money do you have to have To have a tryst as opposed to an affair? Like, what is that? A million net worth? Five million? Uh, yeah, you're going oh, to need some ducats Alright, you need yeah. wealth management at if that point If you're diving okay.
0: in a pit full of gold coins It's a tryst. <laughs> okay,
1: very classy
0: like the dad on on, on on what was it? Duck wings or whatever? <laughs> duck tails. Duck tails. Yeah.
1: That was Scrooge. D- yeah, as a Scrooge McDuck yep. would have a
0: tryst. Okay, you know that's what would happen. And apparently, she passed this thing with flying colors. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what we all know: that the technology is not great, and that it ultimately—that's why they're not admissible in courtrooms. But yet, in 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 a lot of legal proceedings, they still will have people take them, but they're not—you can't necessarily bring it into the courtroom but she did kind of pass it with flying colors. And it, it, I believe what she is is claiming to be true, they figured out is true.
1: 2011 is when she took this test. Worth noting there, it's not like this was a test she took yesterday and it's like, oh, well, you're just trying to bring, you know, the president down. Too. I mean, this was 2011, like 5 years before anybody had a clue about, you know, his his political intentions. There. There's
0: now another woman, I guess an ex-playboy playmate yeah. that had an affair with him too and she says that she has a contract with him. And, uh, like she wants that Nick so she can talk about it. So here we're now seeing a pattern and I don't care about this pattern, to be honest with you. If a rich, powerful man wants to sleep with a woman that does not want to have sex with him and he can find her price, find her price, bro. I don't care. You get, dude, how? if you have enough money to turn an average chick into a prostitute, do it. I was going to say, how is this not do prostitution?
1: It. Is is it because I'm paying you to not talk about it as opposed to do it? I mean, Right?
0: Well, I always get hung up with that with pornography, too. Right.
1: Because what? Just because you're going to show it to me? Now, all of a sudden, you still paid her to have
0: sex with you. I don't Especially know. Especially in today's porn. Because back in the day, a director and producer would pay both actors. Both actors would have sex. Now, the producer holds the camera himself. Right. He's in it, and you're the one paying her to have sex with with you, right. like, dude, that is prostitution, right?
1: I, I, I don't know, I don't know where that line is. I so don't.
0: That's a very weird line. Um, I also saw there, they charged somebody the other day with fornication for money and prostitution, so they can be set. I don't know what don't know. that would be. I don't. I, I, I didn't. I, I didn't get the breakdown, but I, I was very interested about that. Now here's, I believe Stormy Daniels. I do because I believe a rich, powerful, ugly dude was like, oh my god, porn star. Let's have sex, right? And like, either offered her money to do it, or offered her money not to tell his wife.
1: I mean, a guy, a who is a, a, a habitual cheater, somebody who cheated on all of his wives, every like, wife. Right? I, I don't, I don't think that's a stretch this at is all. Crazy
2: to think and, he did it. You
1: know, at the end of the day, does that matter to me? No, number one, I don't stand on the side of like, hey, I'm the I'm the party of morals. I'm the party of of, you know, holier than thou. I'm the one that's trying to repress what you want to do sexually, because think of the children. Oh, my God. Can you you know think of think think of them? Um, but at the same time, I, I don't think so much the legal problem of this is did he did he or did he not have an affair? It's did he pay her through you know campaign contributions? Is that that's a that, problem? That's where we're getting into the issue here. It's not a question of like well, well is it okay that twelve years ago he had an affair? Whatever. But if you paid her off it, through an illegal manner, then now you're talking now you're talking about something. Well,
0: I would also be weary of a president that's got this kind of deals out there, dude. Because you're open. To extortion.
1: 100%. You're open.
0: I mean, you're open to extortion, and that is a problem when you hold that office.
1: Much like I said about when the uh, you know the tapes of him and Billy Bush came out, and they still the the the, the 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 tapes that I'm talking about have not come out. I know those exist because if you'll do it once, you've done it before, and if you're going to bang this porn star, I guarantee you, at some other point, Mary Carey was standing there, and she, you know what I mean. Like there was another golf outing where Lisa Ann was there, and like oh. y- yes, dude, yes. How, how is it not? I
0: might still tell Lisa Ann. Let me finish up this round and then I'll be right there. But like, dude,
1: dude, Lisa Ann could still get it. Somebody brought this up online and it was a very good point. And he was like, "Man, I can't believe there's a por- or a president who raw dogged a porn star and wants a space army." And I still can't stand the dude. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: that is. I saw that tweet too. That was that's very funny. That is very funny. I. Outside of the extortion thing, I don't really have a problem. I, and if no. he paid her in campaign contributions, I, I, that, that that's a problem. I,
1: I didn't have a problem with Bill Clinton getting his d his DS underneath the, uh, the 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 you know in the Oval Office. There, it's when you lied to Congress about it. Yeah. that's where you're getting into trouble. That's where you're getting into trouble with President Trump here. Is it's it's not the crime, it's the cover up. Let me ask you
0: something: Would Bill Clinton's scandal be a scandal today? I mean, what I mean was President while it happened. So yeah, right. Um, yes. It just feels like we're so accustomed to crazy now that I don't think like, oh, dude, the president cheated on his wife. What's the big deal? Like, I I really think that's where we are.
1: Yes, I think it's still going to be a big deal. Certainly, you know. And are we talking about like, well, if it happened in place of Trump or post-Trump? Because the post-Trump world is a completely different landscape that we've gotten ourselves into. I was
0: I was telling Phantom this morning actually before the show started that I think it's eccentrics from here on out. There's, there's, there's this, I guess somebody ran data. Now, again, the data told us Hillary would win in a landslide. So take data and throw it wherever you want. But I guess there's data now that says that Trump would smoke Kasich in a 2020 run. Like, he would smoke him. It wouldn't even be close. And it's like, so wait a minute. The entire country wants this guy gone. Everybody's like, it's over, it's over. He's the worst. He's the worst. But yet, like, a reasonable person on the other
1: side is going to get smoked? Right. I mean, honestly, you know, Governor Kasich has done a great job of being an adult, I feel like, over the past two years. Um, But is that amongst Ohio Republicans? Oh, you know, know that I don't know. That's where we're getting into it. Okay,
0: that I don't know. If we're talking
1: a primary battle,
0: that would change things drastically. You are absolutely right about that. You are right about that. I think it's eccentrics from here on out. And as loony as some of the stuff Trump does and says is, imagine the eccentric person from the left side. Because they're always a little weird. And I, dude, I, 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 but I do. I think it's, I think it's strangeness and, us pulling our hair out and eccentrics from here on out until maybe where it's like enough and then like it is you know this thing will eat itself and then it'll come back and reincarnate and then it'll be like okay now we're going back to this old system but i don't know man good luck you don't think so huh good luck yeah i i i think it's eccentrics from here on out your shot at a thousand dollars right now
2: your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text-confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's <laughs> LUCK to 200-200. ROCK 106.9. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On irock 106.9.
0: Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on ROCK 106.9, online for you w- RQK.com. I was like, where the hell do I
1: work? Dude, hell? we got two breaks left, man. Just pop her through them. Just come on, baby. Oh, I've been worried about it all day.
0: It's been foggy, man. Uh, I'm hearing now that the sheriffs in Maryland confirmed that the student shooter yesterday was fatally shot by the trained school resource officer. There had been some... Um, they were unsure because the, the student had a gun pointed at his own head. And they were unsure um, up until this point if it was self-inflicted or we knew that the resource officer fired at the student. We didn't know that that shot was for sure the one that ended up being fatal. And they're now confirming that Um, they are now confirming that. So uh, if you don't, if you're unaware, um, I'll try to wrap this up quickly for you. Um, A a, a young person had had a gun in the school fired at two students hit both of them. I believe one in critical uh condition. As far as I know, I haven't yeah, one in
1: critical, one in stable.
0: One in stable. I haven't seen updates on their condition. So that that could have obviously changed this morning since I've been on the air. Don't quote me on that part so much. But the resource officer then comes around the corner, begs the student to put down the gun, ultimately ends up having to fire some shots, and then yeah, they're proving now that that's the shot that that was uh fatal.
1: Um, you know, obviously with what happened in Florida, I think a lot of people looked at this as like, well, that one guy didn't come in there, therefore this was all, you know, having having a resource officer on campus is is a terrible idea. And of course, no, that is not true. You can't just look at one specific example and say, well, that sells the story of the entire tale here. So, like, I, I, I'm for
0: resource officers. I'm not for English lit teachers strapping down.
1: As somebody who, you know, is often called a libtard, um, I'm not necessarily opposed to teachers. I'm not like, One hundred percent. No, you can't do it. I think you have to do it in a specific fashion. But when it comes to having an officer of the law there, I think I can fully support that every school. I have zero problem to say if that school is open, there needs to be at least one armed officer at that school at all times. I have zero problem with that. Officer, by the way, not other people. It can't just be like, well, nope, we got this guy in here, and he's nah, going to be the guy with the I, gun. No, 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 no. I,
0: I, we're, we're in lockstep on that. I agree. I think it needs to be an officer. Let me ask you this question. Okay. Let's say, I put an, let's say I put two resource officers in every high school in America tomorrow. Right. How long is it before we have to start examining how often – This group of people is shot by a school resource officer
1: versus this. Well, the only thing I'm going to say about that is it doesn't seem like that's been a huge problem up until now. And the fact that we've gone, you know, what seems like two of the most turbulent years in recent memory when it comes to race relations and that hasn't been a problem not at least, in uh, maybe maybe has been a problem, but necessarily hasn't been shoved in our face Anytime it happens
0: is a problem. It's right. not necessarily the national problem that it was even three years ago.
1: Right, so like okay. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Okay, I, I that's don't, fair. I don't know if that's going to necessarily and of course, is that going to be a part of the problem? Yes, because like, you know, and people bring up like, well let's just strap veterans in there and we'll throw them in there. Those are the best of the best of the country. And like, dude I'm not denying that or saying that like you know, veterans aren't to be trusted or anything like that but to be in those situations where it's like, well are you now an officer of the Law are you only to pull your gun out and get involved when it's a school shooter? You know what I'm saying? So like, if there's you know, that's a good question. If, like, if two kids are fist fighting, what's right, your job? Right. What what's your role there? What's your
0: role there? So that's like, a good point. Uh, uh, here's the other thing with resource officers. Do you worry at all that it's going to prompt kids to test the officer? You know what I mean? Like, do you think he'll actually shoot you? Pull some iron well, bag and see? If you know what I mean? Like. Not a good enough reason not to do it, but I I I think we will see some some collateral damage that way.
1: Well, then wouldn't that be the same thing with arming teachers? You know what I'm saying? Well, or have I you, dude, anyone... I'm not for arming teachers.
0: I'm not for that. I think arming a teacher. I think arming teachers is a bad bad idea. I think ultimately, dude, these people are spending money out of their own goddamn pockets to buy rulers and pencils for your kids. I don't want them having to buy a 44 mag too.
1: My mom's a lunch lady, so I would assume that she would be a part of a school program like that. I would think. Now, saying to my mom, yo, Lisa Fantone, you have to be strapped, that's an issue. But if my mom was like, hey... I am comfortable with my gun. I have my CCW. I am willing to go through the training that would allow me to be a school, you know, employee. Anybody else picturing Fantone's mom pulling out Glocks out of the mashed potatoes
0: right now, just right out of the sloppy Joe? Like I know we shouldn't be making jokes, but no, I but. mean that's what I think. I mean, but that's how I, that's how crazy I think lunch ladies loaded down with guns is. That's a good point. I, I just like, I think it's a little crazy. You know, um, but I'm for resource officers. This guy was a hero
1: yesterday. And 100 percent, dude, I think anybody saying other than that, anybody using this is like, a, well, the person only had a shotgun. It's like, just appreciate the moment that you have in front of you. The fact of the matter is, is at this point, this was a school shooting essentially without dead bodies, minus the minus minus the perpetrator here. And if that's what we have to go through to make sure the kids aren't getting shot in the homeroom. I, I, okay. The guy had to shoot a kid. Right. Wait. Anyway. And how do you deal with that?
0: Well, here now that that's a great question. All right, because what do we do then? Because if you're an officer involved in a shooting, I believe you get some time off after that to make sure they they put you through some some cognitive tests and this and that. So if we have a resource officer, he has to shoot his kid on Monday, right. but school has to be there Tuesday. Well, maybe they cancel classes, so maybe. But I mean, how do you do that?
1: What's What's the long term repercussions of somebody who has to shoot a kid? Oh I mean, god, I bet yeah. it's bad. And like, and we've said it before: is 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 you know those are obviously very hectic environments. And what happens when you accidentally shoot a kid? And okay, I I see this kid going for his book bag. Does he have a gun in there? I don't know. Does he have a gun in there? And like, I, no, dude. The concept of 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 the geometry teacher having to put that on himself, I don't necessarily feel like is fair.
0: Yeah, I um. I want teachers to educate. I, I and you know, if you want a resource officer in there who's been trained in these matters and this and that, I'm all for that. But my English lit teacher just do teach me some teach me some English. You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Let let's read Beowulf, and I'll let I'll let the resource officer do what they need to do. There's a local woman here, Canton, Ohio. Yeah, who is selling poop juice. Jeez, we'll give you some poop juice. Next on The Stansberry Show.
2: The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. 106.9.
0: Welcome back to The Stansberry Show and Rock 106.9. Online for WRQK.com.
2: Teresa
0: will get choked up with $1,000 here at 1010 this morning. A woman in Canton, Ohio has convinced thousands of Facebook followers, apparently from all over the country, to the fact that she has a concoction that will potentially heal all ailments. All of them. In- <laughs> no, seriously. Okay. Dude, all hear right. me out. All right, It includes cancer.
1: Okay, alright. Right We're out of the gate. The big one.
0: Down syndrome and autism can all be cured.
1: <laughs> okay. all right,
0: With this one woman's concoction right here in Canton, Ohio. This was covered by BuzzFeed. Jillian Mighty Epperly, I believe is right. Okay. Has made up and so far from what we're reading into a highly dangerous theory that all illnesses and problems are caused by a fungus in your gut called candida. And I hope I'm right about that. Candida, maybe in order to alleviate this. Epperly suggests folks just need to mix up a batch of her salty fermented cabbage juice she calls jilly juice you drink a gallon of it a day and all will be healed everything all of it <laughs> doesn't say how long you'll have to drink it every day or, you know or a gallon every you know every day doesn't say how long you'll have to do that to be clear Miss Epperly is not a doctor of any kind. Of no kind. Now she admits that this cabbage juice, her jilly juice, makes people poop. She says, a lot. So much so that people that have taken it have called it and described it as poop waterfalls (laughs) coming out of their body. Epperly even jokes in a video that I wish I had in front of me right now that she was proud to be the leader of the poop cult. She's Louise,
1: dude, the poop waterfalls. Oh my
0: God. When interviewed by BuzzFeed about what keeps her going, despite Facebook petitions and bloggers working, working out and figuring out she's a fraud, she has made it clear that her remedy is all about believing that it will work. We're using a different context in my world and the manifestations from the salt and the and the accessing of the nutrients is going to give you a different context of what the symptoms are, Eberly told BuzzFeed. So essentially what it is, is we're trying to turn to turn an atheist into a Christian. making you believe something that you don't. Okay. 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 There are currently multiple petitions to ban her from Facebook, but so far Facebook has not found her movement dangerous enough to step in and take her page down. Complaints have also been made to the Ohio attorney general's office and the Ohio medical board. This is a problem that is all over social media right now. And as somebody who has just recently got back into the, I need to work out. I need to eat a little bit better. So you start to research, right? And you start to lean on people on the internet. And you start to go, okay, well, I'll borrow a little bit of this. That looks like that makes sense. This looks like makes sense. Dude, the misinformation in the dieting world online by like, because now you don't need to be certified. If you have a six pack and can post an inspirational sentence and a video of you working out for 45 seconds, you can can sell me on your life being better than mine and I should do whatever you do.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, you know, I, I think it was Seinfeld who was like, you know, you're trying to lose weight and you just walk up to people in the in the grocery store and it's like, "Well, you look good. What are you eating over there?" <laughs> and like, I you know, I, I think that's that's kind of always been a thing, but the the, the way you can the spreading up. Yeah, it I was going to say the way you can can kind of make it take off is a lot different nowadays. And there's a part of me with anything that comes fraud related, there's a little bit of me that's like, "Buyer beware." There is. But if you're if you're putting it out there as like, "Yo, I got this poop juice and all you got to do" drink it and it's going to make you healthier that's one thing when you start saying it's going to cure cancer when you start saying it's going to cure autism when it's going to cure you know ms or whatever the hell we're talking about all ailments that's where you're getting into a problem because when you say healthier that's a very broad umbrella to me where it's like well dude maybe if i get a little more hydrated to get all this you know crap out of me in a waterfall of diarrhea you know maybe maybe that's what i'm looking for in health but when you say cure cancer that's when you're getting into fraud territory yeah for me.
0: that that's a problem that's a problem. Anything I have to believe will work doesn't actually work. Yeah, there's... Uh, there's. I don't need to believe aspirin works. I right. have a headache. It I works. take it. It works. That's why I believe it works, because it has worked. That, that's why I buy into it.
1: I um I know people are desperate. I know they are, and I know that healthcare feels very overwhelming. It does, especially if you're dealing with a chronic disease. If you're if you're if you've got cancer, or if you've got you know pain from MS that you're dealing with every single day, it can put you in a very very desperate situation. And there's an inherent mistrust when it comes to the healthcare situation right now, which I can't blame people on, dude. I mean, how many people have to be bank? How many families have to be bankrupted? How many you know? How many doctors have to overprescribe something? How many you know? There's a million reasons why you don't trust the system, but don't trust some lady slinging cabbage poop juice on Facebook.
0: uh, Lee's asking, can we get a poop juice lady interview? (laughs) Well, I reached out. Hey, poop juice lady. I mean, I reached out, but I haven't heard back. Here's what I find interesting, is that people were hearing about the poop waterfalls, (laughs) knowing that was a reaction they could have, and still buying it,
1: and still doing it. I mean, I, 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 if, if that's all you're eating, what else do you think's coming out of you? You know what I'm saying? If you're not eating solids, if you're just sitting there sucking down fermented cabbage juice, like, I, yeah. yeah,
0: you're going to have liquid stool. Yeah, it's going to be bad. So I'll give you a piece of information I heard yesterday, and I'm sure a lot of you have heard this before, but his name's John Dudley. And he was like a super fat dude and now he's not. And now he's like a fitness dude and he eats right and does all the whole thing. Now when you see him walk down the street, you're not gonna be like, oh my god, that guy like works out. Like he's not one of those, he just looks like a regular dude. But this is the advice he gave out yesterday. Not yesterday, it was actually an old video I watched. It was about a year ago is when he gave it out. I happened to watch it yesterday. Sorry about that. But John Dudley said what he did to to, to lose a bunch of his weight was anytime his wife and him went out to a restaurant and they put the plate in front of him. He ordered what he would always order. It's not He didn't start to change. Like, I'm not like, oh, I'm staying away from fried chicken. I'm not doing that, whatever. He would get the plate to the table and say, okay, this is a restaurant portion. I'm taking half of it, and I'm giving it back to the waitress and saying, I don't want this. Take it away. Otherwise, I'm going to eat it. And he just started having his his intake every time he went to a restaurant. And then what happened there, dude, is that your stomach starts to shrink and you can fit less food in there. And then you started doing it at home. And one thing turned into two, two turned into four, four turns into eight. And before you know it, you're deep into that. But, dude, snake oil stuff, there is no shortcut. Okay? There is no shortcut. I've been dealing with it because a lot. I've been talking about this a lot lately. So people have been hitting me up to saying this. Dude, I work out all the time and I'm not losing weight. Then you're eating too much. And they say to me, no, I'm not. Well, do one of the two things. Is, then, then you're lying about one of the two things. Because if you're eating right and working out on the regular, you will lose weight. I don't care who you are. So one of the two things is not true. You're either eating too much and not realizing it. People always think, I went to a gym for an hour. That's great. What'd you do the other 23 hours? My old trainer used to say this to me all the time. Dan, you will never, you will never out-train a bad diet. You can't outrun your fork, bro. If that fork's in your hand, you are putting pounds on. Stay away from snake oil stuff. Get a gym membership, half your portion, and work your ass out. There are no shortcuts. It's hard work. It's worth it in the end. Your not shot at $1,000 is at 1010 10 with Teresa. She'll give you your next keyword. We're done for the day. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 1069. should make you aware of this this Sunday. You can find Fantone at the T-Mobile store outside of uh, the Belton Village Mall, right? Noon to two, I will be there. Noon to two this Sunday, T-Mobile store. You can catch Fantone there. Aside from that, we'll see you guys again tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. Have a great day.
2: See you brought popcorn. The Stansberry Show, because I'm about to put on a show. Rock 106.9. Hey
0: guys, what's going on? You got Sansbury here for the CSE Federal Credit Union. I obviously am a Star County resident, and I have been a CSE member since moving down here about four years ago. And one of the reasons is because CSE is 100% local. I like supporting local business, and with CSE.